It's Sunday, May the 14th, 2023. You're listening to episode 13 of Wes and Shelly Share, where the wild things are. Well, Shelly, we are in a unique place. Can you set the scene for the three people who will listen to this? Well, we are sitting at gate... No. Yeah, gate C8... And the DFW airport waiting our flight back to Charlotte. It's been a long travel day, but we, and we are anxious to get home. So just had a nice dinner at Papacito's and we're just going to wait here until they let us get on the plane. And why have we had a big travel weekend? What has just happened? Oh, let's see. We have just attended our middle daughter, Sarah's, graduation at the University of Central Oklahoma. So we've had a wonderful weekend um, with family and celebrated Sarah, had a big party on Friday night, had a graduation on Saturday, spent time with, let's see, Wildcat was here, Alexander and Grace were here, Trudy and her family were here, Rachel was here, Anyway, it was just wonderful. It was the first time we had all gathered um, without Nana, actually. Um, Also, it was Mother's Day. So today is Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day. Or, yay, Dudamipa. So, uh, unfortunately, there'll be a little bit of background noise here, but we're going to make the best of it. uh, For those of you that don't know, uh, Wes and Shelly Share is... Our podcast, Wes and Shelley Fryer of Matthews, North Carolina, kind of sharing a little bit of our ad- journey and our adventures as we are experiencing the empty nest. We have been empty nesters since January of 2023, so all of about five months. And, um, you know, this has just been a fun way to process the changes in our lives and then also adventures that we're having we're gonna as always share some wander links and some or a wonder link and a wander link and we'll try to tie it to our picture book because we love children's picture books we're both teachers and we have read all kinds of books to our kids and have good memories of that so this episode we titled where the wild things are and Shelly you pulled up a couple pictures that came to mind right away. What what are those? And we'll, we'll try to include some links to those in our show notes and description of our podcast. Yes. So I was teaching at Positive Tomorrows. Um, I think this was November of 2016. And Sarah, who was in theater, um, she was a theater major at Classen School of Advanced Studies. Um, And I was teaching school at Positive Tomorrow's, which was right across the street in Oklahoma City. And Sarah's school was doing Where the Wild Things Are. And they were inviting um, local school, elementary schools, to come and visit. And so um, my class, we walked across the street and went to the auditorium at Sarah's school. And Sarah was dressed up as, or actually her part in the play was one of the monsters from where the wild things are. And so it was really wonderful. Um, You know, one of the things that we tried to do for our students at Positive Tomorrows, and for those of you who don't know, it is a school 
for students who are experiencing homelessness um, is to expose them to a lot of different things and take them on field trips. And many of them had never seen a play. Um, and it was just, it was wonderful. Um, the director of the play um, talked a little about it and our students have an honor opportunity to see the play and then of course we got to visit with Sarah afterwards um, it was a wonderful costume and I'm hoping that Sarah or no that Wes will be able to um, link that picture somehow um, but anyway it was just fabulous and so when we got back to school um, our students um, drew pictures about their favorite part and so I will also include one of my favorite pictures of where the wild things are that one of my students drew um, and then I don't remember if he narrated that or not, but anyway, it was just a really special memory. Well, one of the things I remember uh, was reading this book to our children, but then I also remember how much Tomas Conaway, Thomas Conaway, loved this book. So when I lived in Mexico City in 1992 and 93, I was studying on a Fulbright scholarship and I was a commissioned second lieutenant in the Air Force, and I had the wonderful opportunity to get to know the family of Vern Conaway, who's one of my classmates at the Air Force Academy, and his parents were stationed there at the embassy, and they had, I think it was maybe three or three years old at the time, four, I don't remember how old Thomas was, but he is a wonderful one, he's in his 30s now, and actually the Conaways have been the host family for Rachel our youngest daughter, as she's been at Randolph-Macon Academy in Front Royal, Virginia this year on a Falcon scholarship, getting ready for the Air Force Academy, which she's going to be going to in about a month and a half. But anyway, I totally remember how excited Thomas was, where the wild things are. <laughs> and we'd read it with so much expression, you know, and oh my gosh. I mean, in fact, we're going to see them in a couple weeks when we go to, to Sarah to, to Rachel's graduation from RMA we should ask him about that yeah. you know because I don't know I don't know what they would rate as like his favorite book but I I think it's got to be up there as one of his favorite books where the wild things are and let's talk about the book a little bit so why do you think where, where the wild things are is such a popular book and why do you think kids connect with it and like it so much that's a really great question. I the, I don't know if I remember the specifics, but in my mind, uh, it's a Max um, has to go to bed, and I don't remember if he had been naughty. He'd been naughty and in trouble and sent to his room, and um, but then goes on this wild adventure, and you never knew if it was just like his imagination or whether it was a dream that he had. But, you know, some place where he could go and be fully himself, where he could just be king of the world and king of the wild things and um, have all of these adventures and go all of these places, but eventually find his way back home. And I think maybe that's kind of why, you know, um, our children, our own children are going off on their adventures and they're ready to go off and be wild. And I hope they eventually make their way back home, you know, not that they've been naughty, but, um, I think it's just a, a book about growing up and experiencing adventures, but also knowing that home is a good place to be. I think, I think the book connects because inside a lot of us is this 
desire to be wild. And I think that as we get older and learn the ways of the world and become, you know, good boys and girls and we become young adults and adults, you know, I mean, we conform and we we learn how to behave. But I think there's this there's this desire sometimes to to be wild. And so it's interesting because I could talk about this a lot, but with Rachel going to the Air Force Academy, I have had a lot of thoughts about my own experiences there. And then also all the challenges of not being able to stay in the Air Force for a career and, you know, having to leave for medical reasons and all that stuff that goes with it. But one of the things I remember vividly, and okay, today's Mother's Day, by the way. So happy Mother's Day to Shelly and to Trudy and to all the mothers that are out there. Um, Both Shelly and I have now lost our mothers. Our mothers are not with us on the planet anymore. And so that makes Mother's Day uh, a holiday of mixed emotions. But my mother (laughs) thought that my uniform at the Air Force Academy really was like, sucking the life out of me like she would describe me as being a husk (laughs) and not like being myself one of the things I enjoy about teaching coding and scratch specifically is really being silly and being whimsical and inviting students to record their voices and change the sound of their voices in fact one of the things and I said this to Shelly this morning when I said happy mother's day is that what is how do we say that oh to the meepa or something yay to the meepa Rachel figured out how to say we had this app on the on the iPhone called I think it was called Voices and you could reverse the this playback of of yourself and and she learned how to say happy mother's day in reverse Sarah No, I'm pretty sure it was Rachel and then they and everybody got onto you know got into that <laughs> and then and then she could say oh ah to the meba or whatever and then play that back, and it would say Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> it was so funny. But it's just like this whimsical thing. And so, it's kind of stuck. Anyway, well, yeah, I mean, everyone remembers that. And so, in fact, we could have called this, if we could remember how to say that exactly, we could we could have called this episode that. I don't know if that app is even available for the iPhone anymore. It was, a, it was a paid app. But anyway, you know, it's just fun. It's, it's sort of wild. It's sort of crazy, you know. And I think our kids... Um, know that we're a little wild and crazy. So I I think that there's that desire inside of us. I think of a book, I think it was by John Eldridge. There was a book called Wild at Heart. This was like a a men's Christian book, but it was about, you know, pursuing God and, and the wild adventure of, you know, of trying to, to learn to pursue God's heart. And, and the, and really, I think the adventure that God calls us on, you know, this was a, this was a theological book, but uh, to preserve our own sanity and have things to look forward to in the weekends, we've been we've been on adventures. We've been talking about our adventures and going on our adventures. That's where our wanderlings come from. And so, anyway, where the wild things are. Um, let's see. You wanted to talk about going to the big school. How does going to the big school connect to where the wild things are? And what does that even mean? Yeah, I don't know that it really does. That's what I wanted to talk about. And then you went off on this wild phase 
which is typical um, in our family. But no, I was thinking, I don't know, maybe I was thinking about Sarah graduating from college and just our students, our students, our children, oh my goodness, um, going off to college and having experiences. And um, I can remember growing up, we lived in Lubbock, Texas, and we would drive by Texas Tech University. And my dad was always talking about, well, there's the big school and that's where you're going to go someday. And, you know, it was never really ever a question about um, what I was going to do after high school graduation. And I was just going to college. Um, and I don't remember having any big dreams about what I wanted to do or where I wanted to go, but I just knew that that was an expectation. And so um, it was wonderful going to the big school, you know, and now as we've seen our children going off to the big school and graduating from high school and going on to college. And now we have two of our three children who have graduated from college and, and done you know, they're, they've just grown up, you know? I mean, it really so has different. launched them off into a career path. And, and I know that career path will change and as their life experiences change, but um, it's just one of those things where we never really had to force or there wasn't really any question. It wasn't, um, it was, you know, I think our need to have adventures has definitely um, been passed on to our children and they knew that, um, not just that it was an expectation that was forced upon them, but we encouraged them to, to have adventures, to go to school, to go anywhere. I mean, we help them explore and, um, but the big school. So I'm really, um, it's been a wonderful weekend of celebrating Sarah. So something to share about that, I think would be what a, what a wonderful story your uh, is the life of your father in terms of his trajectory he was the first person in his well let me let you tell the story because he's your dad what what's the story of your dad going to college and how he got there well yeah absolutely because um my father was raised by his mother and his grandmother i don't know well in delhart texas he didn't have um much of a relationship with his father very little, I think. My dad was actually born at home in his house. I mean, his first crib was a drawer um, out of the dresser in their bedroom. Um, but my dad was smart and he was brilliant. And um, and he had many men in his life that encouraged him, both teachers and people that he worked for. And, and a whole group of men actually um, got together and provided my dad with a scholarship. He got a music scholarship to go to West Texas University in Canyon, Texas. Well, West Texas State. What did I say? Anyway, we, yes, West Texas State. And, um, but, you know, so he was first generation, um, first person from his family to ever go to college um, and went into music, um, became a band director, band and orchestra director, and then later became a technology teacher and had a, you know, a long career, 35 years um, in the classroom and teaching. And it was just a wonderful legacy, but it really truly catapulted our family. I mean, he changed the trajectory of, of his family, you know, in a whole new direction. And now we've had, um, an engineer who works for NASA and a daughter who is a graduate of political science and will probably go to law school and 
our youngest daughter who is going to the United States Air Force Academy to become an engineer and a linguist and possibly an astronaut. And, you know, it's just, it's quite amazing the legacy that my father, who knew that education was important and, and knew that that was an expectation, but not forced upon us, but encouraged. So we are a synthesis of all the influences and genetics and history and background that we've each had. And we are very thankful for the contributions which our our parents have made. Our fathers, our mothers on this Mother's Day. Um, And we're going to talk a little bit more about that as far as roles of of being a parent and kind of what that means as students. Well, as I say students, as kids. We're students too. Yeah, just, you know, discover who they are and tell us who they are. We're going to talk... A little more about that. And we're going to talk about Best Mother's Day memories before we have Wanderlings and Wonderlings. But it's time for halftime. So let's do that. And then we'll come back. This episode of Wes and Shelley Shares is brought to you by Cook with Wes. Cook with Wes is my, Wes Fryer's, personal passion project, sharing lots of food photos, a few recipe videos, lots of barbecue and smoked meat adventures, and many other recipes from my indoor and outdoor kitchens. You can find all our family recipes on food.westfryer.com and follow Cook with Wes on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Twitter. If you're on Mastodon, and really, why not, since Twitter has become a bit of a dumpster fire, you can search for the hashtag CookWithWes to find my latest food shares there. Well, I did start a separate YouTube channel for Cook with Wes, but I've continued to post most of my cooking videos on YouTube on my main channel. You can access the complete playlist at wfryer.me cook. Thanks for tuning in to Wes and Shelley Shares. I hope to see you on social media on one of the channels for Cook with Wes. All right, so we're back, and the child has stopped crying who's behind us, maybe for a little bit. Um, I guess we've talked about this theme before, but hey, you know what? I've noticed that people have records they play over and over again for themselves and for other people, and I think this is becoming a record for us, you know? We're not supposed to sit here and tell our kids exactly who they are. We want to raise our children in strong families with strong positive values and ideas about what's right and what's wrong and what we're supposed to do and not do but ultimately our our kids have to figure out who they are and they have to have to tell us who they are you want to comment on that at all how has that how have you seen sarah change this is sarah's graduation weekend let's talk about highlights from from that weekend i loved being able to to be with um with caroline's family um Thursday night after we flew in um, and spent some great time with them um, and I I really did it was the first time that we'd had I don't know what you call it but like a family milestone event without my mother we had my mother passed away on Christmas Eve 2022 and so her memorial service was in February that was the last time that we had our extended family together but this was the first time that we were gathered together with our family, and it was just, it really was just our, our close family, although, you know, good friends and being together, but um, I loved the different people in Sarah's life, from her college friends to church friends to, um, you know, Sunday school teachers and church friends, mentors, 
friends from Cassidy School, you know, uh, teachers and colleagues, all these different people coming together. We had a wonderful, wonderful evening party at my friend Lauren Swenson's house on Friday in Midwest City, and I just, I enjoyed that, and then I also just enjoyed the opportunity for our family to hang out and be together. We stayed a, at a vacation rental by owner, uh, which was a little west of, yeah, Bluff Creek Park. It was on the west side of Hefner Lake, Lake Hefner in Oklahoma City. Gosh, we had some crazy storms and, and uh, bad weather. Fortunately, you know, the heavy rain waited until today, and we all got in to the graduation ceremony yesterday right before the storm hit. But there was some hail and really, really big downpours. But anyway, I think the favorite part was just hanging out and, and being able to be together. So any thoughts you have about favorite moments from the weekend or if you want to comment about maybe seeing Sarah kind of change over time as she's evolved and developed into the young woman that she is today? Well, I think it was absolutely wonderful. I got to spend a lot of great time with Sarah this weekend. And this was something she was so excited about. So excited to have her family. So excited to have her grandfather. Um, Just so excited to celebrate with everyone. Um, Sarah, you know, her high school graduation was not everything that um, she dreamed it would be. Um, There were some things that happened that caused some trauma. And it was just, it was not a, a really happy time for her high school graduation. So this was a real opportunity. She has had a wonderful college career. She has made absolutely wonderful friends. She's worked really hard. Sorry, someone was trying to airdrop something, so I had to decline that. So it was just, it was wonderful to just get to experience this with her. Um, One thing that... You know, it was exciting. I had gone to a reception with her um, before the graduation with the College of Liberal Arts with her um, political science majors. And all of her professors were there and they were able to get pictures. And so we were walking over from the Liberal Arts College to the stadium where she was graduating. And, ooh, it was scary because a big storm came up and we looked up at a large wall cloud and um, Sarah and I both just kind of took off running we didn't want to get caught in this we we knew that the field house was a tornado shelter and um, anyway so we started running and and made it and got in and then just about the same time that Wes and Wildcat were driving up and we got in before the rain hit but um, it was just a little bit scary it was a little bit wild um, but Anyway, just definitely something we won't forget. Um, And we were very fortunate not to get rained on, which many of the people did. Um, So that was kind of exciting. And then we had a lovely dessert. It was wonderful to have a party and celebration, like you were saying. Um, Perrette. And it had alfagato which is something that it's ice cream with espresso poured over it but it was just it's just the atmosphere and the music and all of us being together and um then that was just really fun and she had some time after that with her college friends anyway it was an absolutely wonderful weekend of just celebration um of sarah and and all of her accomplishments the one bad thing was that i didn't give us enough time to get to the airport to get our bags checked in and everything so fortunately Rachel was able to get on her flight to Charlotte but Shelly and I 
we're not, and so we are rescheduled. And hence, instead of being home with our dogs right now, we are sitting in the airport at DFW recording this podcast. But hey, we're making the best of it. Um, let's talk a little bit about Mother's Day memories. So I'll go first. The question is, what are some of your favorite Mother's Day memories? You know, later in life, when I would be the one cooking, I enjoyed, and still do enjoy, cooking quiches for Mother's Day. Um, And usually I'd make two different quiches and learn to make quiches from mom. And um, I don't know, somehow that just sort of became a, a Mother's Day meal that we could have. But, I mean, Mother's Day definitely, you know, kind of like Easter, just tied to meals and time at home. I know that sometimes I think we would go out to what used to be called the Officers Club and it's and at some point it became like the All Ranks Club or something. Anyway, at Fort Riley, which is um, near Manhattan, Kansas, where I grew up. And that was always a, you know, the, the buffets and stuff like that at the, at the club were always awesome. You could have like all you could eat you could eat bacon and then like omelets cooked to order i think we probably had some mother's days with your parents at the um what was the name of the place they stayed the statesman which is a retirement community where they lived for a number of years in oklahoma city and they your dad enjoyed you know reserving the back room that we could have together and they'd be able to you know make the omelet cook to order or you could get the the waffles and you know i just I don't know what, what this is, but I've just become so, so aware of how powerful and important eating together is because of the memories that that makes and the traditions that that establishes. I just think that brought both of your parents, but maybe especially your dad, great joy at being able to, to sort of share the statesman and be able to have that time together. And, you know, really that that is basically life as good as it gets. You know, it is. Well, I think you remembered mine just as much as you remembered yours. And that's what's lovely about spending time together and being married for so long. Um, I think some of my um, favorite Mother's Days were the ones spent in our backyard. You know, um, again... My parents' backyard, which was beautiful because my dad loved his yard and he took care of it. And my mother loved flowers. And um, I, I remember sitting in the backyard and, um, you know, pretty pretty tablecloth, pretty placemats, pretty napkins, you know, um, the quiche, the fruit, you know, Did just. Your mom oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, watching the kids play and. Um, and I, t- I think I told Trudy, I mean, it was a little sad this morning, you know, you guys have lost your mother recently. I was thinking of my mother and, um, Max's mother is gone too. So, um, between all of us, you know, and our children are still young and they're, you know, they're, they're not in the phase yet where they're thinking about, although I got a wonderful birthday book from my daughter, Sarah, um, but, you know, it is my Wonderlink, but it's, um, I found this book and I said, yes, this is what I would love for Mother's Day. And so Sarah ordered it and she had it there for me. And that was fantastic. Um, it's the Astronaut's Guide to Leaving the Planet by Astronaut Terry Virts. So are you listening to the announcement? Well, I mean, my Wonderlink is my favorite podcast. Um, 
Are We There Yet, which is a space podcast that I love listening to. So Terry Virch was um, the astronaut that they interviewed for this. Um, he was an astronaut. He was a pilot on one of the Columbia missions and spent some time in space. And, and this is a... Um, a children's book, not a young children's book, but probably, um, you know, middle school, upper elementary, middle school book. Um, and so written for that audience. And I thought it sounded great. It's of course, something that I'm very interested in, but uh, also a book that I could possibly read aloud to a classroom. So, um, but I think, you know, it, it's great that um, to have children... Okay, I totally lost my train of thought. Um, it's just a strange phase of life. The um, to me, well, I don't know if it's the emptiness, but to me, Mother's Day was, I don't know, I always think of young children. I always think of little kids. I always think of flowers and church. And, you know, it's just a lot of things that we weren't doing this year. But, um, and then we had the memories of our mothers, and that just kind of had that sad tinge to it and <clears throat> so I don't know I think I told Trudy when we got up and she wished me happy Mother's Day and I said it doesn't really feel like Mother's Day to me Mother's Day feels like quiche and backyard and you know eating outside and flowers and and so this was an unusual Mother's Day um but it was still wonderful to all be together and be with all three of my children and that was very special I hope that this background noise of all these announcements is not terrible. It probably is, but um, so we'll uh, we'll do our one our our wander link as well. So our wander link, I'm excited about this. Unfortunately, unfortunately, Shelly has to teach until like June 9th, so that's a bummer. Um, we're hoping that there'll be some exciting news that we'll have this this week with her job. She's she's changing jobs, and it's going to be better no matter what. Um, but there is a national or a state park i guess called grandfather mountain and a few weeks ago when we talked about our our easter trip uh, when we went up to the mountains uh, around boone and we got to drive on the blue ridge parkway um i think we might have actually stopped at at the uh, trailhead there's two different trailheads for this grandfather mountain trail but anyway i have been doing some research because we we really wanted to try to go glamping with Rachel this summer, and I don't know if that's going to be in the cards, but I think we could squeeze some backpacking days in, and all these campsites that you go to in this uh, Grandfather Mountain State Park in North Carolina, in the Blue Ridge Mountains, you have to hike into. And so I got a little book on Amazon. I actually bought a book on, on uh, Apple as well. It was called The, An- the Animals of Grandfather Mountain, because they've got... Uh, different uh, animals that have been injured or, you know, or raised um, by people and then a- adopted and brought to this park. Anyway, there's part of it that's, uh, uh, like, managed by some kind of a nonprofit, and then there's the state park. But that's it. That's the, the, the Wanderlink. So if you've ever been to Grandfather State Park, if you've got advice or suggestions, um, I'm hopeful that I'll be able to go up there with Rachel and spend two or three nights and and maybe Sarah too I don't know we're not exactly sure when Sarah is going to be flying in but um anyway that is the Wanderlink for tonight so I'm going to open up and see if there's anything else we had to talk about we've basically gone 
our 30 minutes. So and we're about to board our flight. So I need to go ahead and get this published. Anything else we wanted to talk about? No, but that book was my um, Wonderlink, but also the great podcast, um, Are We There Yet? So is fantastic. Um, and I think probably I've talked about it before because it is one of my favorite podcasts. But I really, for up-to-date news on what's going on with space and um, current, it's really interesting in a way that regular people can understand so it's not just a children's podcast it's definitely um a podcast for everyone but if you want to stay up to date on what's current and what's happening in our um nasa space program that's definitely that and also wes will put a link to the book the astronaut's guide to leaving the planet by terry verts all right so uh if you would ooh. We're going to be delayed because of air conditioning. Um, so if you'd like to connect with us, um, you can find all our episodes on ShellyFryer.com slash podcast. You can also find links to connect with us there and follow us on social media and the different places where we are sharing. Um, we are going to be like, well, we are looking forward to the summer and to adventures. And I've just got... Really? What? Just about two weeks left. I've got two weeks and you've got about, what? You have four, you have about three weeks left. Yeah. So the year is quickly winding down and that is exciting. But um, we want to encourage everyone to really connect to podcasts. Podcasts are so fantastic and I will try to do a better job. I know I'm kind of doing short descriptions as I publish these things using what used to be called Anchor, but now it's called, I think, Podcast Producer for Spotify or something. And so, anyway, um, I'll try to do a little bit better job of including the links to the referenced websites and, and show notes and things like that that we uh, are mentioning. So, Shelly, where are you sharing regularly on your phone? On my phone? Yeah. Regularly, I'm on Facebook, so definitely look me up. And then occasionally I tweet, but very occasionally. But you can definitely find me at ShellyFryer.com slash podcasts. All right. And you can find me at WestFryer.com slash after. And so until next time, we encourage you to um, stay curious, keep exploring, go outside, and have adventures. All right. Take care, everybody. Wes and Shelley Share is a weekly podcast recorded and published on Sundays by Wesley and Shelley Fryer of Matthews, North Carolina. Learn more and find links to connect on social media to Wes and Shelley by visiting shellyfryer.com slash podcast. Content on this podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Only 3.0 license. The Wes and Shelley Share podcast is recorded and published with Anchor and distributed on all major podcast channels, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and more. Please share our show on social media and tell others about us. Let us know on Facebook or via other means what you like about the show, that you're listening, and if you have any suggestions for future episodes. Stay curious, go outside, and keep exploring.